Welcome to Balanced Pixels, a podcast where three friends from different walks of life share their love of video games and how they manage to fit all those pixels into their busy schedules. Trizzle, a super mom who does it all. Josh, a desert dweller with a love for sunshine. And Scully, a virtual builder who has her hands in all the cookies. Balanced Pixels is brought to you by Make Your Own Circus. Why get a 95 job when you can do questionable things like borrow money from the mafia and cut corners to build a shady circus? That's it. That's, that's all I got, guys. It's an <laughs> offer we can't refuse. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds kind of like a shadowy, dodgy business. <laughs> little, little shady, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, when you need a little girl to come in and repair your circus, you know you're messing up. <laughs> yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah, you're not going to be taking loans from uh, Chase Bank or anything with that. No. <laughs> oh, no. These days, I might as well try the mafia before Chase Bank. <laughs> oh. oh, my goodness, you guys. <laughs> Oh my gosh. So, um, yeah, welcome guys to uh, our contrast episode. Contrast. This is, this game was such a surprise and a delight. I'm, yes. I'm super excited to talk about it. So, I'm thinking we want to hear how PAX went, Triz. God, that's right. Yes. <laughs> I, it just seems like we just like recorded like I said like oh did I say I was going to PAX I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness! So how was it though? Um. Okay. So this was the first time PAX has been live since the whole world slowed down to a stop. Mm-hmm. And um, honestly, I was excited and very nervous to go to PAX because I have been going it nonstop here in Seattle since forever and i've always used to the glitz the glamour the loud sounds the gaming uh the crush of bodies uh cosplayers gamers just a lot of like social networking because discord was there twitch would be always be there and this year after two years the sleeping giant was really shy um like i said there was only one big name out there and it was um one that a lot of people like oh Okay, but not enough to create huge lines. And uh, it was mainly highlighting a lot of the indie game studios are a lot here around the Pacific Northwest. Those who actually can make it out here. Uh, Tabletop games. A lot of new tabletop uh, games were being um, exhibited and played and sold. Um, RPG games were being out there as well. Like free console playing. So it was spread out social distancing they had a lot of strict rules how to get into packs so it uh, helped alleviate a lot of the stress that a lot of people would be experiencing and um there it was just it was amazing it was really great because like i said there was no big names there the small indie game studios got their recognition got their highlighted they needed and i discovered a lot of fun games you guys so yeah, my Twitch was very active. My not Twitch, my Twitter was very active um, the day I went. Oh, I yeah. could have gone one more day, but uh, thank you, COVID, and being trapped in, I was no longer um, able to handle big crowds again. So yeah. I'm glad oh. it was small, and I'm glad it. I mean, it was small in comparison to what I was used to. Honestly, I was exhausted because there was so much walking around still to do. There were so many games to try out. 
and there's a lot of stuff happening. So, I mean, don't think like, like it's a convention small, but it was massively. But compared to the years past, it, it was small. And there was a lot of grumbles because a lot of people were like, oh, well, I paid this much money and there's not a lot of content. You know, it's like paying for a full bag of chips and realize three quarters of it, it's all there. <laughs> and the rest. Yes. Um, yeah. And for me, though, it's like, yeah, I get that. It should have been a lot cheaper for who was not here and what was not here. But at the same time, if it wasn't for the fact that no, like none of the big guys were there, um, I would have not been able to talk to a lot of the small game developers one by one. I would have not have been able to have like a lot of like like inclusive chats with developers play the game repeatedly after laying, um, standing in line and just have an overall good time. Yeah. Um, also, the tater tots were overpriced and cult. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, I definitely not saw that tots. on Twitter. <laughs> no. Tater tots were cult. You guys, I called it out on Twitter. I was very angry. <laughs> <laughs> just like, I draw the line at the tater tots. This <laughs> is serious business, guys. Tots are a real thing. <laughs> You're going to try for me on a leg. I want something better than what can get us school lunches. <laughs> right? Oh my goodness. But yeah, no, I had a really good time in PAX. It was it was good fun. Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. I like that uh, you know, folks were able to see a lot more of these indie game creators there. Oh yeah. Small. The small ones, the small potatoes. There was a lot of games that were literally an um a pandemic baby. <gasps> like really? it was created during the peak of COVID. Like it's like, like yeah, oh. this game literally was created in one and a half years. Uh, for uh. example, Bark, Interstellar. Uh, I think it's on my Twitch game. I'll I'll do it in the notes for Scully. And it was a fun game. It had me laughing, squealing, and my butt was getting owned by an eight-year-old little girl. Rock on, sister. And um, no, it was good. I was talking to them, and they were like, oh, so when did you develop this game? Which are like, you know, three, five years. Oh, uh, when the world shut down. We all we all worked out uh, remotely, and uh, we created this game. So this was, um, so the game was Bark Game from TikTok Games. Oh, and it's played uh, solo or co-op up to four people and you play animals and there's like a really fun trailer going on. This is one of my favorite one because not only were the game developers, um, people there and like interacting with you, they were so nice and they, this game was so interactive. This is like one of the most memorable game I played while at PAX. So, oh my gosh, um, we'll have to put that on our Twitter. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, so like I said, that like out of like, a lot of games there. This was like my most um, memorable one. And again, I think that if uh, like the big names were at PAX, I don't think I would have given this game a chance or this little uh, studio that created the game during the pandemic. So yeah, I'm telling you guys. So I'm on a new quest line now. I'm starting to look for more indie games out here. <laughs> yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh, I mean, I, like most of my indie games are older indie games from back mm -hmm. when I was primarily streaming indie games. <laughs> Back in 2014, so might <laughs> are a bit older. <laughs> There's, I'm, well, I'm, I, I only found one new one recently, Lake, which they just released. Um, that is pretty cool, I, but I don't have a big list of indie games, even from the past. <laughs> but hopefully that'll change. I'm all like, yeah. I'm like, I can name two off my head right now. 
<laughs> and Tristan has one of them because she's seen me play it and I was like, oh, this is amazing. Yes. The, the water, the watercolor one. And you also, is that, are you talking about Aurora or are you talking about another one? A Child of Light, yeah. A Child of Light, yeah. Oh, yeah, and that's such yeah. a pretty game, guys. It's oh my gosh. Wait, yeah, wait, do I have that on my iPhone? I feel like I have that on my iPhone. I don't know. I'm pretty sure I have. I know it's it's I made by. It, I think uh, it's on iOS. Yeah, it's made by Ubisoft, which is ironic. Yeah, like, I they think... made a small little, like, indie game, and I was like, you're a big company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> They're just like, mm. we want to play with little tiny small games. I'm like, I mean, I don't mind. Yeah. This is beautiful. Yeah, Wait, yeah. Sky, Sky, the Children of Light, of the Light. No, Child no. of Light. Mm -hmm. Child of Light. Child, okay, I'm thinking of Sky, Children of Light. That's the one I'm oh, thinking yeah. of. Oh yeah, the Child Different of Light though. was visually beautiful, and then um, Valiant Hearts was emotionally beautiful. Like, oh my god. Oh. Wait, Valiant Light is that the Disney Val Valiant Hearts? Oh, okay, Valiant Hearts. Yeah. I was like, wait, is there a Disney character? No, no, no. Yeah. no, this is. This you know is that indie like a... studio that makes little characters called Disney. <laughs> yeah. I was like, no, no, no. What? This is. A... Nah, I never heard of them. This is about <laughs> World War Two and all of that. Yeah, it's oof. Oh. Definitely not Disney. <laughs> Definitely not. No. How neat though that I guess I guess it's still kind of neat though that all these indie like the indie studios got to take the spotlight this year at PAX though like yeah. you know I mean PAX West man and I don't think even PAX East is happening this year so huzzah oh. all I'm saying <laughs> so like, it makes ha, we got it on the West Coast we got it. All we had to do was mask up and vax up or show a negative test. Oh, yeah. It was online. It was back in July, and it was all online by the looks of it. Ooh, wow. Yeah, yeah see? Mm -hmm. See what happens when you get back? You can go to a fun convention or at least mask up and show a negative test, you know? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So, that's my end, guys. Uh, who's next? Because I will keep on going. Because I saw your announcement on Twitter, and I'm sharing the same level of excitement, oh, oh, girlfriend. Good. God. Oh. Okay. So, the play PlayStation Showcase, you guys. Mm -hmm. ah! I saw the updates from that. Son oh of a biscuit. God. I've only gotten was... through, like, half. <laughs> oh, my gosh. It was so good. Um, hands down, I'm super stoked. And luckily, though, a lot of games they did on the PlayStation Showcase will also be on Xbox. Yeah. And I was like, PC. PC. So, uh, <laughs> PC is always, like, a freaking given, you know? <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about like my favorite. So uh mm -hmm. Project Go for Eve. It, the the trailer for Project Eve was absolutely amazing. I like I love seeing games like that because I love that that game art and design, but I, I rarely ever play them. But I was just like, God damn, this looks amazing. And it, it, it reminded me. Yeah, it reminded me very much of Bayonetta, and I loved Bayonetta. Also another game that I loved but didn't play. <laughs> Um, so like I was just like my jaw dropped when I saw Project Eve. I was like, this is fucking phenomenal. It's oof. So it looks so good. And of course, you know, now everyone's like, oh my god, I've got a new waifu or waifu. And I'm like, oh mm, <laughs> yeah, dorks. <laughs> Yay, you woo over there, please. Let me play the game. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just like, yes, she's an adorable tiny little petite thing. Mm -hmm. That's a total badass. <laughs> we can't. <laughs> <laughs> it was so 
so funny seeing the memes though on like the Twitter posts. People were all like, "Ah, oh, new waifu!" And I was like, "Oh my god!" Oh my god! You know when COVID's going on a little too long when you guys are fighting over another waifu. Yes. You know we just yeah. didn't we just finish getting over the Big Mama there uh, for Resident Evil, and now Resident we're Evil. I'm still Resident. not over her. <laughs> oh well, you know what? You're gonna keep up, but there's a new waifu in town. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. I still like my big mama. <laughs> mm, mm-hmm. oh, for those of you who don't know what we're talking about, we're talking about a uh, Madam. Uh, I can't pronounce her name. Josh. I can't remember her name. Madam Dunkadunk. Demidestru. I butchered it. Um, yeah, ask Skippy. Skippy can pronounce it. Demidrescu. I've watched the Let's Play of this, and I still can't pronounce it. I know, right? (laughs) Oh, Madam Badass. That's what she was. (laughs) Yes, she was a badass. Oh my god. What's that ass? Yes. That fly swatter mod was so funny. <laughs> Did you see I that? Forgot about yes, I saw like, it. Like I saw the videos of it, and they're like sneaking up, smack, and they smack her bo- her booty and run away. Like he, I was like, oh my god, I'm dead. Oh my gosh, oh, so dead. Oh my goodness. Um. But yeah, so the PlayStation Showcase, the one I freaked out about the most, though, was Tiny Tina's Wonderlands. Hell yes! <laughs> my okay. My sister was just like, you know, there was a DLC that was similar to that, right? And I was like, I don't fucking care. I'm getting a game on it, though. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not just a fucking DLC anymore. <laughs> it's a solid game. Yeah. Oh, I love. I absolutely love Tiny Tina. Uh, uh, it's like if you don't know who we're talking about, we are talking about Tiny Tina from the Borderlands series. Now I might get lynched for this. I um, I've only played a few Borderland games, but the one character I always remember seeing was Tiny Tina, and she automatically became my favorite because she's a little fucking spaz. Yes. Um. So when, like you, Scully, when the preview came out, I lost my shit. And then when I saw what the gameplay was all about, I was squealing. And then I heard baby metal being played in the background. I'm like, dude, dude, this whole game just screams my name. So luckily it will be compatible for our systems because until our grubby little hands can get on a new series updates on either or console. Yep. Yeah, I think that's why I didn't pay much attention to the PlayStation (laughs) event, because I'm like, I can't get a hold of the PlayStation 5, so what's the point? Guys, um, Mm. I think they're they're acknowledging that, so a lot of games are going to be quote-unquote backwards compatible with a free upgrade later. Mm -hmm. Oh, like Cyberpunk Um, was? Yeah, that mm -hmm. worked out real well. (laughs) I'm I'm starting to panic because my my PlayStation is starting to shut down. (gasps) Especially when I'm playing Fallout Worlds because it's just like, I just can't handle all the shit you're trying to do and I'm like, no, please don't die on me. (laughs) I need you. (laughs) I can't afford afford the new console yet. (laughs) Well, that's okay because we can't get our hands on one right now. Anyway. No, we can't even find one unless you want to pay a thousand dollars to a scalper. I know. I'm just oh like God. I like at this point. Like I'll even just get the digital one. Just like yeah, I was already planning. Yeah, can you plug a CD drive, like an external CD drive, into it? I wonder. I don't know. I don't know. It needs to. I mean, that's interesting. I don't. I don't mind buying seventy six again. <laughs> 
<laughs> As I don't a digital there's, copy. There's, there's a couple games I'll have to buy over again, and I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's just like right now, the only, uh, I think the only game, only disc I have for my PS4 right now is 76. Yeah, same here. Most of my um, games are digital already. <laughs> I bought 76 because in preparation of, because I plan to get the digital um, version of PS5. Because one, it's $100 cheaper. Uh, so I bought it when it was on, like, what, 80% on sale because of Bethesda days or uh, whatever. I was like, oh, $9. Yeah. You know what? I bought this game three times over already. And I bought the full price, the Tricentennial Edition, originally when it first rolled out. And I bought it ever since the two other platforms three other platforms down it still has it equal up to how much i spent on the first time around oh my god right <laughs> yeah jeez oh but yeah um some other games that they had uh, announced was they, we got a teaser trailer for the uh the remake of star wars knights of the old republic mm -hmm. a full remake of this game that does look really good which will be available on all platforms Yes. Yes. So, so, so everybody, don't panic. Oh, yeah. People are like <laughs> losing their brains. They're just like, oh my god, Star Wars! Mm -hmm. <laughs> yes! Oh my So many goodness. people lost their minds. Uh, Deathloop was showcased, and yes. that game seems pretty interesting. I'm not oh, quite yeah. sure I'll play it, but it has piqued my interest in every single time, so... I was, I was really pleasantly surprised to see uh, Deathloop because we'd seen like a trailer before and I was just like, I mean, this looks interesting, but like I didn't get a whole lot of information on the game from the trailer. Right. This one, we got a lot more from it. And mm -hmm. I was like, oh, yeah. this looks good. I was mm -hmm. like, okay, like I'm ready for this one now. Gimme, gimme. <laughs> <laughs> but not nearly as much as Tiny Tina's Wonderland. Yes. <laughs> Dude. Oh. I might have to play through the rest of the Borderlands games that I haven't touched yet. Because I, oh, I, I played the first one and I played the second one. And then I kind of fell off for a while and I couldn't afford to get Borderlands 3. And I watched my sister play uh, the Telltale game with uh, Reese and Handsome Jack. Mm -hmm. And our friend uh, Fish, Destructor TV, was talking about cosplaying as Reese. And I was like, oh my god, you could totally pull that off. It'd be amazing. Do it. <laughs> so I need to play these games. I, I feel so like I haven't played any Borderlands games. <laughs> Oh my goodness. It's not for everything, everybody, but you know, it's also really chaotic fun. Yes. I have the first two. They're sitting in my Steam library. I just, I, I got oh. them free somehow. And I'll I didn't, play I never them played with them. you, Josh. They're co-op. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, oh okay. Up to four players. Yeah, that, I know that's another reason why I'm like, maybe now that I know people who might be playing it, maybe I'll go back into it. Yeah. Because... Uh, being locked in at home and playing all these multiplayer games has completely ruined video gaming for me. Now I'm like, oh, I can't yeah. play with my friends. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Same. I love... That's why uh, I picked up Borderlands was my, my sister and my brother and I were all like, hey, this is a co-op game that we can play together. Like, this is cool. Mm -hmm. So we picked it up and I, I completely fell in love with the series and I was like, this is amazing. And then they did... um. Uh, Skeeter, catch and ride! They did him wrong! <laughs> I'm still not okay! <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna- I'm not gonna spoil it for anyone, but he was- he was wholesome! That little numbskull. <laughs> I'm, I'm looking- like, knowing what I know about Borderlands, somebody that's wholesome doesn't seem like they would last very long in that <laughs> world. Because- <laughs> 
I'm getting major Mad Max vibes here. Oh yeah. He was, he, well, you're not wrong. He was wholesome for Borderlands standards. Okay. Oh, okay. <laughs> There's no such thing as like our type of wholesome in the Borderlands series. <laughs> oh, but yeah, there's a uh, that that's another great series that has a great storyline to it. Nice. So, oh. I did see uh, that there is a Gran Turismo Seven coming out. Oh, yeah, I totally March. thought of you when yes. that game yeah. came out. I'm I I love the Gran Turismo series, but after playing Forza, I'm way more excited about Forza Five this November. <laughs> Like, it's in Mexico, it's just a much more immersive world. Gran Turismo is just, it was great back in the 90s, but I feel like it's gotten to the point where it, it needs to evolve a bit more. And, mm -hmm. Oh yeah. You know, adapt to the times. I'm not I'm not sure. I know people are excited about it and I don't want to poo-poo on it, but um, <laughs> when I saw it, I was like, this looks neat, but it, eh, I'll probably stick with Forza. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, and then there's also um, a Wolverine, like Insomniac Games is making a Wolverine game. I saw that. Oh. Yeah, and I was like, "Oh, hello." Mm -hmm. Ooh. <laughs> uh, your girl likes her Wolverine. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Then we're getting um, Uncharted: Legacy of Thieves yeah. is coming to the PS5 and PC. So it's another remastered game. So there's that. Um. Ooh, GTA 5 Enhanced Edition for PS5 has been delayed. Oh, yeah. really? Saw yeah. that. Yeah. God of War have... Rock is also delayed. Right. Saw that too. <gasps> yeah, that was that was blowing up on Twitter. Everyone was just like, yes! And I was like, yeah. <laughs> cool. I'm like, it's like when your friend's excited for something that you like, you just like you have no interest in and you're like, I'm like, so happy hey! for you. <laughs> <laughs> like that's how I feel. Like, they excited for you, and they have no idea why you're excited. Like it's all the loud noises. Same thing. Yeah, I was like, I was like, that's awesome. I'm so glad that they're happy. Like that's <laughs> that's what matters. Mm -hmm. I was like, I have no idea what's going on, but I'm happy for you guys. <laughs> so I was like, it was really cool seeing everyone going, oh my god. And I was like, oh. <laughs> Visually, it's a very stunning game, but it's another one that I just haven't played yet. It's on. Yeah. I think I own one of them on PlayStation, but I. Oh I, yeah, I, uh -huh. yeah. I have friends who like played it, but I've just I've never. It's never been something that's piqued my interest. So, and he looks he looks like a boulder. He's a a boulder with arms and legs. A boulder with arms and legs. It's the it's the lack of being able to create and customize your own character to play. Like games yeah. like that, if I can't make my own character and I have to stick with like whatever the game. Develops, Developers give me as a person, like I have a hard time playing games like that. I want the yeah. customization. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I mean, there are so, uh, there are a few games I've played where you can't customize the character that I actually enjoyed. Um, yeah, yeah. Being like Assassin's in contrast. Creed. <laughs> yeah, in contrast. Um, but that's because like those those characters already fit like what I like to see in characters. So, mm -hmm. or the storyline was absolutely amazing. Or like with Assassin's Creed. Uh, the gameplay was fucking phenomenal, and I was like, "This is so cool! Like, I can climb up on buildings!" Like, that was that was a whole new thing when that came out to me. I was like, "Oh my god!" Uh, yeah, there are some that are pretty good, with, but yeah, I'm such a sucker for open world, beautiful mm -hmm. environment, customized character. Oh yeah, <laughs> but the graphics on uh, on God of War look amazing. Yeah, oh, God, it's yeah. Just, it's just, I mean, at this point, you're just it's a movie. Like, I was just like, pretty much. I was like, <laughs> you are playing a movie, and that is freaking yeah. cool! 
Oh man! <laughs> because that's that's all I've got for uh, the PlayStation Showcase so far. I still have to watch the rest of it. Yeah, I've got to watch like all of it still. I've just gotten snippets um, from from yeah. Well, if anybody who goes back and watches this, you'll notice the lack of Horizon Zero Dawn uh, just because they had their own showcase. Uh, like a month ago so because uh, you'll see previews of that you'll see a preview of a new spider-man game as well oh yeah um a lot of big names of um characters will be in that game so um that was really exciting the graphics look oh amazing already so oh yeah i've seen pictures it's like oh, yeah shit. it's definitely worth it watching because of the fact that i've yet to see anything from xbox or i've been completely buried in my neck in school books and home life that I may have missed it, but a lot oh. of the games, luckily, that uh, had were showcased on PlayStation. If you pay attention carefully, a lot of them are also will be Xbox as well and yeah. PC and Steam. Oh, Xbox yeah. did release it. I mean, so they announced like Forza. There's a new Age of Empires coming out as well. Um, mm. And the, I think they were, it was like about a month or two ago, they announced a bunch of them. And they're like on the Game Pass library now for like pre-download. Oh yeah, I remember watching that because it was just shortly after uh, Microsoft had acquired Bethesda. Yeah, yes, yes, yeah. it was. It wasn't like a big grand event though, like the PlayStation Showcase. Yeah, they like, didn't hype it up it, as much. Yeah, so that's probably why I think I think a lot of people missed it. Also, I don't know if that was like their, I don't think they nearly have as many as PlayStation. No. I think right now they're um, transitioning studios and whatnot, so. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. I was like, mm-hmm. it's just like, if somebody knows and we're like totally missing something, please feel free to write in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> I'll like slide into our DMs on Instagram or Twitter, you know? Let us Let know us we're know. missing. <laughs> yeah. I mean, yeah. for example, like a prime example, like right before we started recording, I told Scully, I'll be right down. I need to finish the dishes and hustle my kids out the door. So <laughs> I was doing his hardcore mom stuff. So I'm very blessed to be able to catch a lot of these showcases, but you know, I unless I completely blanked out on the Xbox one, which could have happened, but no, no, was, I, don't, uh, I, I think that was my think it, Yeah, I think it also, I kind of blended in with like, uh, PlayCon as well. All that was happening, and there was a lot of. Oh, oh yeah. Oh yeah. You it's know what? I think it was around months. the time of QuakeCon. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, there you go then. I was <laughs> like, that's all I've got for the the PlayStation showcase, guys. Like, all right, you guys. So this episode is about contrast. Yay! Yay! So this is this is a Scully. Scully episode. There we go. Yeah, I was like Scully, yes. Scullyfied, <laughs> Scully centric, Scully everything episode. Yes. <laughs> no game I think has ever reminded me of you as much as this. Now. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> oh my goodness! You guys have no idea. <laughs> so, um, for those of you wondering, what is Contrast? So, Contrast is an indie game that was developed by Compulsion Games published by them, as well as Focus Home Interactive. And this game came out way back in November of 2013. It's just shocking with how good it looks. Right? (laughs) It has aged really well. 
honestly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's done so well. So when this came out, it came out on, of course, PC. Uh, the Xbox 360 was still a thing. Um, came out on the next gen at the time, which was the Xbox One and PlayStation 4. And of course, it was on PlayStation 3 as well. And oddly, it was on NVIDIA Shield. <laughs> Wait. <laughs> One never of those. Forget. Never yeah. forget. Yeah. <laughs> I was just like, I, I saw it and I went, wait, what? And then I clicked on it and I went, oh. Mm. <laughs> that. That that didn't survive. <laughs> yeah, no. that was the stepchild that got left in the woods. Yeah. <laughs> the yeah. change lane. Yeah. <laughs> it was ahead of its time. I mean, thinking back to 2013, it's like there's no way an Android phone could have kept up with games like that. Oh, yeah. No. no. Especially oh, so something as beautiful as contrast. Right? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, now that I've um, got to see the game more, explore it more, uh, based on a lot of YouTube researching, um, it was hosted, or I guess the studios was Unreal Eng- Engines, and Unreal Engines pumped out a lot of amazing games, guys. Bioshock, oh, Borderlands. Yeah. So it only makes sense that this this game of the caliber, I can see why Scully loves it so much, Mm -hmm. uh, how gorgeous it is. Oh my gosh. And the music. I'm like, yeah, okay, that's all four lines. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I forgot, an Unreal Engine, that was like, I think at that point, back then, was when they were starting to focus more on Android platforms and stuff with that Mm -hmm. that engine of graphics. So Yeah, that whole game engine and everything. So it was ready to handle it by, uh, yeah. I remember back then, that's when everyone's like, oh my god, the new gaming platform is going to be phones. And I was like, yeah, mobile games. Yeah. Are... Like, yeah. I mean, uh, yeah, it's, it's, kinda, I mean, it's pretty. It's getting there. Uh, yeah. Almost. Xbox <laughs> yeah. almost has it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I mean, I use my phone for social media, not so much video games. <laughs> I, right. I do use Apple Arcade a lot when I'm like out and about. Uh, same. Games. Yeah. <laughs> I have like a Pokemon Go and Home Escapes and Project Makeover. Ooh, I do have Project Makeover. <laughs> I have two folders full of games, you guys. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so uh, back to this game though. <laughs> but back to the contrast, yes. Yeah, should be on Apple Arcade. I think an iPhone could handle it. I think it, it probably could. I think it probably could, yeah. Yeah. But so um, this game is a platform adventure puzzle game. I know that seems like a lot, but just bear with you. You'll see. <laughs> um, so let's uh, let's dive into the story. So the story was written by Alex Epson. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Hi, I'm Scully. I don't pronounce anything properly. Um, okay. <laughs> I'm, I'm, looking, I'm looking for the name. Oh, uh, oh, Epstein. Epstein. Is it Epstein? Yeah. Oh. Alex Not that one though. Not that one. Not Alex. that one. <laughs> no. We like Alex. Alex is cool. Yeah. So Alex was also the voice director for the game, and he later went on to be the narrative director for another one of Compulsion's games, uh, We Happy Few, which is also another great game that I have yet to finish. That game is so amazing. It's so good. Oh, oh my gosh, it all makes sense now. That's, oh, wow. Okay. Anyway. Yeah, like you can see it, right? <laughs> yeah, I can totally see it now. I'm like, it's just all, it was like when you popped that contrast, like, wow, that looks like We Happy Few. Now, I, now I know. Makes sense. How about that? I get this. Yeah. The composer for this game uh, was Nicholas uh, Marcus, is what it looks like. I get so confused when I see a Q and a U, and I'm like, okay, how do I say that in one of my names? Because one of Key. my names has a Q and a U, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a, Nicholas Marquis. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> okay. Um, so if you don't recognize that name, he uh, he does a bunch of stuff. Like he's worked on a pro like a bunch of projects for like Universal, Ubisoft, Disney, Warner, and even Microsoft. There was like okay. a giant list when I looked him up. I was like, oh, okay, he's worked on several things. <laughs> Got it. Oh, so wow. he's been okay. around. Yeah. <laughs> um, and get this girl. He also composed the music for We Happy Few. Nice. Yes. Oh. oh. So. I yeah again oh my gosh and the jurassic world game yep <laughs> what <laughs> i've never played that game guys i don't know what i'm missing <laughs> <laughs> sorry <laughs> but i'm hoping yay but yeah so like absolutely fantastic music in this game um mm -hmm. let's see as for the gameplay like i'm trying to keep this like short and sweet since it's the indie game <laughs> <laughs> it is kind of a short and sweet game though too it is so. it is yeah. Um, so the gameplay for this one is, like I said, it's an adventure game, but it's also got puzzles and it's a platformer, which is really cool. So it utilizes light and shadow to create these puzzles that most of the time you have to piece together by moving certain objects in the world to create different sized shadows, thus making use of both the physical plane and the shadow dimension, so to speak. And it's not like, you know, oh, you just move an object. Okay, cool. I'm going to jump on that and get to where I need to go. A lot of these things move. Yeah, they do. And you have to get the right size because you can't jump high enough. And it's just like, oh my God. Like there are several times I was just like, how the fuck am I going to get from here to there? <laughs> so it, rem it reminds me of like Zelda games in a way. Like, you know, the puzzles that you like come across in like Breath of the Wild or something. And I don't have patience for that. I was getting frustrated just watching the Let's Plays, but it's really cool. <laughs> if you like, if you like these kinds of puzzles, like... Contrast has some legit difficult stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, it's so cool. I think my favorite one was the um the carousel. That one was so cool because it was just it was... the move. There's so much movement in that one. There's so much movement and things are going in different directions. And I was just like, holy fucking shit. And you had to like jump through certain shadows. And I was like, oh, this is so cool. <laughs> <laughs> so it is really awesome. And it plays on a lot of, um, like I said, it's a platformer. So you, when you're in the shadows, it's 2D. But when you jump out of the shadows, you're in the 3D format again. So I'm just like, oh, I love the the mixture of that i like the variety that this game has for gameplay so yeah you usually really cool. get one or the other not both and yeah and they're, they're both done really really well like they i haven't seen this before in a game yeah that's i think that's one of the things that like drew me to it i was like wait what and i was like watching the uh the trailers for it before i picked it up uh back in like 2014 and i was just like this is amazing <laughs> <laughs> So I've I've played this game quite a bit over the years. <laughs> oh, the one of the few games she's actually finished. Yes. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, yeah. Several times, my Diane. <laughs> wow. Achievement. Achievement. <laughs> Yeah, so another uh, another thing I love about this game is the setting. And you guys saw this right away. It fucking screams me. Um, oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. So it takes place in like this... Um, I've looked it up. There's a lot of different uh, time eras in this uh, world. So you see mostly a lot of the 1920s, but you see like from the 20s up to the 40s, different kind of elements and themes in here. Mm -hmm. And it has a dream world vibe to it, mixed in with a lot of noir and cabaret themes. Um, Dee Dee's mom, one of the main characters, is even a cabaret singer, and we 
sort of get to see her perform at the ghost note when we uh, help Dee Dee sneak out of the house after her mom tucks her in and tells her not to sneak out anymore. Are we aiding in child endangerment in this game? Yes, yes. we are. Yep, we are. But that's uh, not the we- point. <laughs> Why you put a GPS tracker on your kid. (laughs) Uh, That's okay. Just give them their cell phones and you got one already. Um, Oh, yeah. (laughs) Can we talk about how Dee Dee's mother would give Jessica Rabbit a run for her curves? Oh, Oh my my God, God, That's Jessica Rabbit. Yes. 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 I was like, I was watching it. I was like, hot damn, mama. And her voice, like, ooh, girl. Oh, oh my god, the yeah. singing, too. Mm-hmm. Oh, my god. The sultriness and everything. Now, oh my if you guys god. are curious about how the music sounds, go ahead. It is available on Spotify. And I was actually listening to it. And I guess I was hearing bits and pieces during the Let's Play and, and uh, the review. And so I, I actually looked it up, and I started listening to it. And it helps you, like... Even if, it, if you're not playing the game, it helps you put in that game setting. So yes. the the time I watched it being played, plus the music, I was already like being thrown back into that immersive world. That's fantastic. Oh yeah. And then you hear the mom's voice, and you're like, ha ha. Yes. Oh my god, and I even uh, mentioned uh, a little bit later in my notes that if you listen to the songs that Dee Dee's mom sings, you can get a little bit of understanding of her relationship with uh, Johnny, the one who's, mm. you know, raised, uh, helped raise Dee Dee. Right. Uh, so, and I love when, you know, these game makers take, like, something like music and tie the story into it, like, literally through the lyrics. Yeah. And I was I like, oh, my God. And trust me, I've, I've listened to, there's like two songs that she sings in the game, and I've listened to them a thousand times. <laughs> I'm like, I was, I'm going to have to listen to them on their own now. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm like, uh, I could, I know it word for word. I could sing it, but I don't want to get us in trouble. So I'm not going to do that on the podcast. <laughs> oh, we're going to have a new Twitch uh, redemption now on your channel, aren't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's gonna sure. be i won't even i don't think i'll be able to sing it on stream either mm. you think they'll um, they'll blame you for it i mean how many years it's a pretty old game though yeah, but 2013 yeah i don't uh, I it's on, yeah yeah it's yeah. still within... i think it's like 50 years yeah yeah it has to be. Mm-hmm. Just because it was, you know, made around 50 years ago, the whole year. (laughs) (laughs) It's quite the same. Oh, my goodness. But yeah, so um, let's see. Back to the setting here. So you see that I had mentioned, like, you know, it's got a dream world kind of vibe to it. Uh, You encounter that, like, when you come across your first street that literally breaks up into a dream-like void. And you'll continue to see that throughout the game. Mm -hmm. Um, And this could have been done on purpose to give the game that surreal look. However, uh, when I did a lot of research into this game, uh, a lot of folks were saying that it could have been due to not having enough budget to develop an entire in-game world. And that could be the reason, but I'd like to think that they were sticking with that particular, you know, surreal dream world vibe. (laughs) Yeah, I kind of feel like, I mean, it looked like it was done intentionally, though. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, especially if they're the same people who, like, uh, you said that we lucky few. Yeah. Well, yeah. anybody who's played that game has it has that same surrealism, mm-hmm. like the same dreamlike drugs enhanced state which yes. you're currently on when you're always playing that game. So, <laughs> oh yeah. So 
It's a lot of, uh, you're running down a street and you're just like, oh, you have to hop from this to that. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then you miss it and you fall. And I'm like, uh, oh no. <laughs> you end up back where you started, but still, it's just like, no, I don't want to do that again. <laughs> I know I kept seeing on the Let's Play, like the person that was playing was like falling. And I'm like, oh my, I would, I, after like the third or fourth time of me falling on anything, I would probably just quit. I'm, I have, I have <laughs> guys, I'm terrible at puzzle games. I want to be good and I want to like them, but <laughs> oh my it's, goodness, it's so hard. <laughs> 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 they are. I think that's why I like them is the difficulty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh <-huh. laughs> um, so anyway, let's uh, let's talk about the characters because I did mention Dee Dee, and I'm sure folks who haven't played this game are like, who's who's Dee Dee? What? <laughs> mm -hmm. <laughs> so um, most of the characters you'll see in this game are just shadows, and don't let that put you off. Like this game has so much. Like these characters have so much character and life to them, despite just you know, seeing their shadow. Um, yeah. So we play as a character uh, known as Dawn. Uh, when we start out, we absolutely know nothing about her. Uh, as we play through the game, though, you find out more and you find out why she can do what she does. However, you... <laughs> You only learn these things through doing Chisel's favorite thing to do in video games. Read <laughs> literally everything you can. Yes! <laughs> oh, that's music to my ears! Oh. Read everything, collect everything, piece your own story, damn it. And I know, I know, like, coming from, like, you know, playing Fallout, that could sound tedious, but there are not that many collectibles. Not as much as no. Fallout. So, no. and Some of the Let's Plays just breeze through those collectibles, mm -hmm. which I, yeah. now I'm gonna, I mean, I have to play the game now because I have to go back and read all that stuff. Yes. In order to understand the full story, you have to read these collectibles. Because um, there's so much information on them and there's even, like, pictures of the characters, too. And yeah. so uh, you learn more about these two, uh, like, dimensions that you're, you're playing in, like the shadow dimension and the real world, so to speak. Um, and you learn about Dawn. So, if you want to learn mm -hmm. about who you're playing as and, you know, why everything is the way it is, you gotta read. <laughs> you gotta read. And the collectibles are really well designed. Like, they didn't skimp yeah. on any of that stuff. Like, when it, when it was showing oh. up in the Let's Play I was watching, I was like, oh, wow, there's a lot of detail in that. Like, yes. paper or in that clipping photo. Like, it's, it's really, really good. Oh, yeah. It's so good. And, like, guys, the story, too, it's definitely worth it getting all the collectibles because the story is absolutely amazing. <laughs> I loved it. And you get you get achievements too on PlayStation. Oh yeah, no. that too. Probably Xbox and Steam as well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can you say achievement whore? <laughs> yeah. I kind of feel like you get them much more easier on PlayStation than you do on Xbox, honestly. Because um, I'll be playing a couple new games and I'll say achievement unlocked. I was like, thank you, PlayStation. I did try really hard. <laughs> <laughs> Yes. Oh my goodness. Okay, so Dee Dee. So she is our main protagonist, you guys. And she's a whopping nine years old. She a baby. She, mm -hmm. she a little one. I oh, thought yeah. she was like older than that. I know, she it seemed like it. Act much yeah. older, yeah. I think it's just yeah, the home she comes in. That's why she's so mature for her age. Is because yeah. she's had to grow up. Yeah. I mean, she still has a lot of her, um, she does act a lot older, because you're right, she had, there was a lot of things that forced her to grow up fast, but um, there's a lot of glimpse of her being a little girl still. Yes, and I yeah. love when you get to see that, because that was just absolutely precious to me. Mm -hmm. And what I like, too, is, like, normally kids 
I have a very short fuse with like kids getting very annoying in games sometimes. I'm a terrible <laughs> yeah. person, I know. But she wasn't. I really liked Dee Dee. She was probably one of the few kids in a video game, you know, besides playing like games like Bioshock, where I was just like, oh, wow, like she's amazing. She's such a great little girl. So are you saying that Ra Ra annoyed the crap out of you on 76? Ra Ra kind of did annoy me. Oh! <laughs> I'm so sorry, but Ra Ra really no, annoyed it's, me. It's totally fine because when I was playing some parts of the game, the quest line with her, the mom voice was coming out. <laughs> and my whole family was laughing. Like, Mom's going to be mad at a kid. <laughs> Damn it, Ra Ra. And she was like, annoying in Fallout 3, too. Still convinced that it was her that was in the spaceship thing in Fallout 3. Oh my gosh, probably kind of funny. <laughs> oh my goodness. But yeah, so uh, back to Dee Dee, you guys. Uh, she definitely has that vibrant personality and a very kind heart. Yeah. And like I said, they did they did a great job of capturing uh, a child in a somewhat broken home and how they just want to help and fix things. Like they see their parents struggling and they want to do their best to help in any way they can. And mm -hmm. that's actually most of the storyline in this game is you helping Dee Dee as she tries to help her parents. So It's very heartwarming. It's it's very sweet. And whoever did the voiceover of Dee Dee, like, or the mm -hmm. voice of Dee Dee, like, that, that, it's tough to get, I think, like children voiceover actors I, i'm assuming it was an actual child because it really sounded like an actual child um but it, it, they just they captured her so well like it was so good it didn't feel forced or faked at all that's awesome. i'm looking it up uh. right now <laughs> oh wait a minute here's imdb has people oh wow i cannot pronounce this i can't pronounce that that's beyond me tile tile you Really? Mm. No. Wow. A lot of voiceover. Oh, wait. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. Assassin's Creed 2. Deadfall. What? Wow. Jeez. Watchdogs. Splinter Cell. Conviction. A little busy. Yes. This is a child. She's a child. Yeah. Yep. Um. Not like Bart Simpson child, where it's actually voiced by a grown adult. <laughs> yeah. No, she is, she is an actual child. I, I just got her IMDb up. But I think I found a photo of her too. But I, it's hard to tell when she was born. Well, she had to have been. She has to be a little older now because 2013 yeah. is when mm -hmm. this game was released. It was probably in production for a couple of years or so. Probably before yeah, that. before release, and it's been eight years since the game got released. So they're probably what 16 now, maybe, maybe 18. Yeah. She was in yeah. Watch Dogs as well. Holy yeah, cow. that's what I I got here. Yeah. 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 So she's voiced a lot of uh characters and video games yeah and she's been in some actual tv shows too so Aww. well done uh teal i think is her name maybe i think is that how you teal i have the shopper oh god i'm worst. so sorry i'm so bad at names <laughs> we are so okay, sorry so... for butchering your name <laughs> yeah we'll be bad at names together <laughs> <laughs> like none of us can pronounce names properly we are so sorry <laughs> <laughs> But yes, she did an amazing job. So it's like, it's like I love that so much. Like I loved Dee Dee. Yeah. Um, but aside from Dee Dee, so uh, we see her parents in this game, and I won't give out too much detail on them because I do want people to play this game. I wanted, to, I want there to be a little bit of mystery, you know? <laughs> gotta, yeah. Gotta find out for yourself, you guys. <laughs> but tease them enough to make them want to. Yes. More. 
Yes. So first off, we have Cat Knight, which is Dee Dee's mother. And like I mentioned, she's a cabaret singer. We do get to see some pictures of her in game, and oh my god, she's absolutely gorgeous. Like 100% Tris said, like, you know, she gives Jessica Rabbit a run for her money, not just with her shadow, but with her looks as well. She mm -hmm. is an absolute doll. Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, wow. She's very pretty. Yes. Very pretty. She is what you would expect when you hear her voice. Oh yeah. Voice like velvet. Yeah. Oof. oof. Big oof. <laughs> <laughs> um she's so a little story with her. She's struggling to raise her daughter and she's working night singing at the cabaret to keep a roof over their head and pay the bills. And that's also been a struggle. Mm. <laughs> and so often she can't watch her daughter at night. So her daughter sneaks out to watch her perform. And, you know, the neighbors are like, uh, your daughter's sneaking out. <laughs> yeah. Snitches get stitches. They yeah. better be quiet. <laughs> <laughs> Like, we're not sure how she's sneaking out, but she's doing it. <laughs> I was like, that's because we're helping her. <laughs> um, let's see. So then there's Johnny. Uh, Johnny is Dee Dee's father. Uh, not biological father. We'll, we'll get to that. Cat uh, kicked his butt out because he can't seem to hold down a job. And all of his great plans or great ideas to make money always backfire. And, get rich games. <laughs> yes. And like yeah. I mentioned before, you can actually get an idea of his and Cat's relationship through Cat's songs that we hear in game, which are uh, House on Fire and the other one literally being titled Cat's Song. <laughs> <laughs> and, oh. <laughs> uh, these are actually both sung by Laura Ellis, who has an amazing voice and does a lot of uh, that 1920s vintage uh, songs and stuff like that. You can actually find her on Spotify. Nice. Yeah. Oh. She's got a great voice. Gr like, you know, and she does like, uh, you know how you have those jazz singers just like, yeah, mm -hmm. they're singing and stuff like that. She does that too. She's got that like kind of nasally voice in some of her songs too and i'm just like damn girl get it <laughs> so she's she was born in kansas city missouri oh yeah <laughs> oh uh, i uh what you call i was trying to type her up and like all these amazing cosplays i'm gonna get lost in that so i can't look into that <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> But yeah, so um, you see, you see Johnny getting a lot of trouble in game, and so it becomes, you know, our mission to help Dee Dee as she's trying to help her her dad because she wants to keep mm -hmm. her family together. Oh, yeah, it's like a typical kid, honestly. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So it's it's really cute, and as she's trying to help them, she uh she overhears their conversation about the amazing Vincenzo being her bio dad. Da da But you oh, know yes. to find out, out to like it gets closer to like towards the end. There's well, the end. No, yeah. it's uh well, no, it's, it's halfway, a little probably like halfway. halfway. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's the it's during the hotel part. Of the oh, game. okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So uh. This character, Vincenzo, he's an illusionist that Johnny is like, you know, hiring to perform at his circus. You know, Johnny's next great idea. <laughs> and it turns out that he's actually Dee Dee's biological father. Dun, dun, dun. Weird. But as you play further into this game, like Dee Dee's like, I want to know, I want to know my dad. I want to meet him. Mm -hmm. Like any kid would, like, you know, they'd be curious about their biological father. You start to find out that 
this mystery papa has more mystery to him than we first thought. Right. And I'm gonna leave it at that, so play the game. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot to unpack with him. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and I have some strong feelings about him towards... When we started getting towards the end of the story, I was like, oh, no. Okay. Mm-hmm. It was it was really interesting because at first, like you know, you first meet him, you're like this this guy's a douche. Yes, he's a douche <laughs> nozzle. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then like you get to the end of the game, you're just like, well, well, fuck. Now I don't know how I feel about you, you asshat. Right. <laughs> yeah, that's how I feel. I kind of still hated him though, but like, yeah. yeah I, but yeah. he still looked after his daughter. And technically, I know, yeah, I guess. Technically, yeah. not really him per se, but you know. Had somebody. Yeah. It's kind of that, like, that message, too, though, of, like, with between, like, Dee Dee and Johnny of, like, you know, f- family isn't always what you're born into. It can Correct. be, you know, what you make of it. So, yeah. I, I don't know. Yeah. So, it was, it's really cute. Like, this whole, the whole storyline is very wholesome. There are two other shadow characters we see that are a couple of thugs, which, like, you know, hints that Johnny's in trouble with, like, the mafia and stuff like that, because he's borrowed money from them. But they are a very big part of the story. We only see them, like, a, like a few times. That's about yeah, it. It's not a whole bunch. Yeah. We, we see them when they're beating up Johnny, and then we see them at the end. Mm-hmm. I think we see them, like, a little bit at the circus, too. Yeah, mm. we do. Yeah. yeah. And like I said, like all these characters we're talking about, aside from Dee Dee and Dawn, they're all just shadows. That's all we can see. But when you're playing this game, the voice acting in this game was phenomenal. Like it gave mm. so much life and character to these games, even just watching the shadows. Yeah. It's just absolutely amazing. And I found it really interesting that, like, as I was playing through this game and, like, you know, seeing little snippets of pictures of these characters, my brain would start filling in what these characters look like in the world. So when I'd see them in the cutscenes, I'd start to imagine what Johnny and Vincenzo look like when they're talking about, like, you know, Vincenzo getting paid and stuff like that. Right. And Johnny getting his butt kicked. (laughs) So, yeah. Um, It was really cool. Wow. That's awesome. I I love Mm -hmm. games that that make you, like, you know, use your imagination. And there's enough tea and drama in this game, too, to keep you, like, interested. (laughs) And give them going. Yeah. Unless you don't like puzzles like Josh, then, you know, maybe a let's play be good for you. I'm just kidding. No, uh, seriously, unless you're like have a the shortest <laughs> attention span and can't think beyond a third grade level. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah. Oh, this game has so much story to it. It's so good. And it's like, and if you don't play the game and get all the things, you're going to be asking yourself, like, who is Dawn? How did she end up in both these worlds, but only visible to Dee Dee? How does Vincenzo right. tie into all of this? And again, yeah, you'll uh, read some really bad reviews that obviously they didn't watch enough Let's Play or play the game themselves. Yes. Or play it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because it seems like like when I was looking at reviews elsewhere on the internet, like outside of Steam, they were right. kind of like around the 60%, you know? Mm-hmm. But on Steam, like it's got out of like three, almost 4,000 reviews, very positive is the rating. So that's awesome. Oh, yeah. Theme people tend to be a little more engaged, I think, with our games. (laughs) And currently, the game is out both available on PlayStation and on Xbox as well. Yep. It is. Yeah. Let's see if it's actually on. I might get it on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah, I have like some credits left on my PlayStation. I think I might, instead of buying Adams this week, I might just buy the game itself. Um, (laughs) Wait. 
It is. I, oh, it's nine ninety nine on PlayStation. And it's nine ninety nine on Xbox as well. And on so, Steam. Yeah. And on Steam. Nice. Yeah. Honestly, I um I kind of want to play this game so I can hear the music, and yes. also because I'm just like Josh, a shutterbug on gameplay. Yes. Yes. Can you imagine how the pictures are? We will, we might just draw some more interest for because of this game. Oh yes, like, I am excited <laughs> to play. I need to play this uh, game honestly. Like this game so. doesn't have a photo mode, but the little uh, like um, cursor in it isn't very big, so you can mm-hmm. literally just take a screenshot, which I've done before. Yeah, I've just taken yeah screenshots. screenshot and just yeah. There's a lot of magic that could done a lot of games that don't have photo mode. <laughs> Red Dead. And that you can still capture a lot of gorgeous shots, so yeah. Yeah. it does go a bit quick. <laughs> and there, there is a uh, collector's edition on Steam, and I it doesn't say what it comes with. I can't it find it, but I'm assuming comes with the DLC that comes. Yeah, I think it's the soundtrack and an art yeah. book. So like a oh, downloadable okay. art book. Oh yeah, yeah. and it's this the game art is amazing, you guys. So I really like I <laughs> like I've been saying I love this game so much. Literally every aspect of it, from the music to the world to the characters, the storyline, the game art and design, all of it. It was amazing, and I uh, when I first played it, I was streaming it back in 2014 uh, when it was fairly oh. new. So I was Ooh. streaming it on Twitch under my my old Lady A Sun account, <laughs> and it's not a very long game. Like if you uh, if you really wanted to, you could play this game uh, like you know and finish it in a few days, depending on how much time you played it each day mm-hmm. and how good you are with puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or like the one let's play I watched was like an hour and a half, and they got through yeah. the whole. They blazed through it. Though. Yeah, they're like, oh yeah, I like I saw a couple of those. They're like, oh here's something you can read. You can either pause or whatever. We're gonna get going. I'm like, okay, thanks. Oh, yeah. And they clearly have gone through it before because they knew exactly oh, yeah. what to do with the puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, they knew exactly where everything was, the lum- uh, lumineers and everything like that. So it was. I was like, oh, this is a perfect one to show you guys. <laughs> So what exactly is the Luminaire in this game? So that's what you use to power lights. Mm-hmm. Okay. And that makes sense. As, as we know, you need lights to create shadows. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I thought that was this interesting that they, you know, they had you interacting. They used that as a way for you to interact more with the real world in this game. Mm-hmm. So you weren't just spending all of your time in the shadows. Oh, that makes sense. So I tripped over Compulsion Games uh, website. And there are two games, is Contrast and We Happy Few. And the artwork is just, just as beautiful and honestly oh, yeah. as smooth and trans like it just it's just so smooth. Like there's like a what three year difference between what really? We Happy Few is that old? Yeah. Is yeah. it really? We that? Happy Few ah. is also available on Game Pass. It is, but yeah. what? I thought that game was much more newer than that. Yeah, because well, it's anyway, a lot newer. <laughs> yeah, it does. But mm-hmm. I'm just saying, both, uh, yeah, you can research the game, buy the games on this thing. It's oh, yeah. I'm getting like sucked into it. Like, yep. Because yes. I played We Happy Few and I loved it. So I'm okay. actually getting excited to dabble with this game. And this game is really like a nice game to play when you're just trying to relax after like a long day of work or something like that. And I would do that often. Like I'd come home and I'd be like, you know what? I, I don't want to build. I don't want to play Fallout. I'm just going to I'm just gonna play Contrast and I'm going to run around and play with my little puzzles that I've already done a thousand times. <laughs> mm-hmm. So that's what, uh, that's what I did. 
with this game. It's very uh, something I kept coming back to. That's awesome. Yeah. So that's that's contrast, you guys. It is such a, a neat little like indie gem. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. I'm 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 starting to like thanks to you guys, uh, starting to get like more focused on indie games now because I didn't realize how <laughs> many like really really good ones there were out there. There are such yeah. good indie games out there, and I know mm-hmm. like. I know uh, when I first started diving into indie games, I was like, I don't know, like, they probably aren't going to have that great of graphics, they aren't going to be that good, and I was like, I was honestly completely wrong. There are some mm-hmm. amazing indie games out there. Yeah, I need to get past being such a brand whore when it comes to video games, you know, only focusing <laughs> on the big developers, because <laughs> mm-hmm. there's definitely some good ones out there that yeah. are smaller. Yeah, uh, like I was saying, like, um, I got to experience more indie games because all the big names were gone. From PAX. Really? And, yeah, and all the big names were gone. I mean, there was like probably one big name, but not like your traditional um, PlayStation, Xbox, Bethesda. None of them were there. And it was just a showcase of indie games and guys like Contrast and how it started off as an indie game, like Firewatch as an indie game. You guys need to give these little indie game developers a chance. I mean, shoot, Stardew Valley. Hello, that was an indie right? game. Minecraft yeah. technically was. Minecraft was as well. It was technically a an indie game when it first started. No, it's yeah. a giant. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, but no, I'm I'm really glad Scully brought this game up. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah. So, so should we uh, should we mention what we're going to be doing next episode? Sure. <laughs> Would you like to do the honors? <laughs> yes. So. Next episode, we'll be diving into Fallout 76. <laughs> we figured if we we're going to, you know, we had mentioned before that we were going to dive into the Fallout games individually and do a whole episode on them. And we figured, uh, you know, being that we met through Fallout 76, we should start with Fallout 76. Mm-hmm. And uh, we're also going to have a special guest on with us to talk about it. Yes, yes we are. That's exciting. Yeah. Oh my God, guys. It was Xbox and that they did have a showcase and it completely bugged out and I remember watching it all. Yeah. <laughs> all right, sorry, but yeah. Not to I just thought a slide <laughs> in it. Announcement. I was sorry, I was so like full of information. Like, oh my gosh, guys, it was real. It happened. And oh by the way, you guys gotta listen next episode. It's gonna be amazing. <laughs> yes. So next episode <laughs> will be Fallout 76 and we will have a special guest on with us to talk about Fallout 76. Yeah. So it's gonna be exciting. We uh we're probably gonna do it live we'll see hopefully it should fingers crossed fingers crossed it would be live hopefully if it works out for our guest yes hopefully yeah and if it is it will uh it will be streamed on my twitch channel uh scully face at twitch you know twitch.tv forward slash scully face there we go i got it right Um, (laughs) yes it'll be uh it'll be streamed there but yeah we'll uh we'll announce like you know if we do do it live, we'll announce it on our Twitter what day that'll be. Yeah. On all of our Twitter. You'll have to see schedules. Schedules and stuff. Schedules. Yes. <laughs> yep. For sure. If okay. all, all goes well, that'll actually be around the time I go back into the office, too. So. Oh, yeah. Goodness. Exciting. It's like people. It'll be, it'll be October, people. too. It'll be, yeah. I mean, the beginning. Be started. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Like, maybe we should dress up if we're doing it live because it's October. Oh, we could we could dress up in costumes. Oh my god, I'm doing skull face paint. <laughs> I I have no costumes. Oh no. I, I'm, gonna have, I'm gonna have to get one. I'm gonna have to get one. <laughs> I'll, I'll order like I don't know some like sexy vault girl one that I'll wear. <laughs> hey, I love it. <laughs> Be the nuka girl. 
the Nuka girl. You'll only be able to see from the neck up, but, you know, just use your imagination. <laughs> exactly. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I, I'm sure our guests would love to do that, too. Love to dress up for the... For the yes. Why wouldn't yeah. they? <laughs> they'd, be like, they'd be like, yes, yes, let's do this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> We'll we'll see. I'll uh, I'll slide it past them. And be like, how would you feel about doing this live in costume? In costume, <laughs> left on red. <laughs> yeah, about that. I'm busy that day. We haven't even picked a day. I'm busy all the days. All the day. I'm still washing all my day. hair. <laughs> I'll be washing my zebra. Sorry. <laughs> you don't even have a zebra. Oh my god, of course Spirit Halloween has Fallout costumes, including a Pip-Boy for $27.99. Really? <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh. It's, they don't look that great, honestly, no. guys. Make your own. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I bought one from Spirit. It was on sale. This was like peak Everybody Hates Fallout 76, so I think I got mine for like $5. Oh, uh, yeah. See, if you can get it for sale, I think that's Ooh. a good deal. Yeah, I'll mm -hmm. do it. Yeah. <laughs> Already, but um. So that, that's it for this episode, guys. Okay? Oh my Holy god! We, we did it! We made it through contrast and and the news! Another indie game down. Yes! yes. So uh, if you guys, you know, want to slide into our DMs with anything we may have missed from the PlayStation Showcase, uh, you can hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Balance Pixels. You can also email us at balancepixelspodcast at gmail.com. I said it mm -hmm. wrong last time, so I cut it out last time. So oh. <laughs> oh. I was like, I didn't want balancepixels at gmail.com to get the emails about us. <laughs> <laughs> So it is balancedpixelspodcast at gmail.com if you'd like to okay. email us some emails about, you know, game suggestions, uh, you know, mm -hmm. love letters, whatnot. If you are so inclined and you are listening on Apple Podcasts, please, please, please leave us a five-star review and some and some lovely words. Uh, yes. Because you love us, question mark. <laughs> we hope. Question. Do you love us, questionably? We'll take it. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That would that would be amazing and we would greatly appreciate it. And honestly, like I might even read it. Let's, mm -hmm. let's be honest. I would I would totally read it. I'd be like, oh we got one finally. <laughs> <laughs> I would read it. I would read it. Yeah. Yes. I need I need uh I need yeah. <laughs> We will we will read them if you if you leave us a five star review on Apple Podcasts we will read those reviews yeah <laughs> and if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts you can email us a review <laughs> and we'll read that too <laughs> oh my goodness but yeah so uh, Triz where can where can folks find you at uh, so they can mainly find me on Instagram at Plays. or if you're bored and you want to trickle over into Twitter. Uh, you can find me at WitTwitBarista. I'm in the process of changing my handles so it can all flow <laughs> evenly. And hey, you know, I've had this account for like 13 years, so I, I, I have to like ease my, my followers. Like, hey, I'm gonna switch my handle. But anyway, so yeah, you can find me on Instagram under uh, TrizzlePlace um, or Twitter on at what twit barista or you can find me on Thursdays hunting down the cryptids on uh Twitch. Eh? Oh Campfire West Virginia tells. Love you. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are they going Thanks. for that? <laughs> Thanks, Mom. 
What about you, Josh? Uh, you can find me uh, on all sorts of socials, but grestiodos.com uh, is going to be the place where the, they are all hubbed. It's the hub for everything. Instagram, Twitter, you name it. That's amazing. And you can you can find my, all of my things on scullyface.com. Uh, just please, for the love of God, do not look at the merch store. <laughs> Why? There's a Kelly Lick sports bra. What? Oh. Oh my god. <laughs> and it's, you know, it was, I, I did it as a joke, and my sister was like, I want one. And then my other sister was like, I want one too. And I was like, all right. And they're like, you'd better not take that off the merch store. And I was like, okay. <laughs> so um, now you can you can buy a sports bra with the, uh, the Cali emote. Her oh, looking. look at that, you can. <laughs> the big old fat little pink tongue. Yes. That's not central at all. <laughs> <laughs> because Callie is known to sneak up on us and, and lick places that we're just like, Wah! Why? I hate that. <laughs> Literal reaction right there. <laughs> so, um, yeah, now that I've said it, now people are going to go find this sports bra on my website. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, buy a sports bra, yeah. you help her buy a new PlayStation. <laughs> All the proceeds from the Lally Lick sports bra go to buy and call Scully a new PlayStation. <laughs> oh my god. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, you can find all sorts of stuff on my my website, including information about our podcast and what all the things I do in that, that sports bra. Um, so yeah, that, that that's it, guys. <laughs> I think <laughs> I think that's a great note to close on. <laughs> <laughs> Get your Cali Lick sports bras. <laughs> <laughs> At least it was an underwear. <laughs> <laughs> oh god. Alrighty, that's it for this episode. Bye, guys. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> bye. <Bye-bye. laughs> Thank you for listening to another episode of Balance Pixels. Our logo is designed by Josh. The intro is written by Josh Scully and Trizzle. The voiceover for our intro is recorded by Kevin Chenard. Our episodes are recorded and edited by Scully. And this episode was outlined by Scully. Once again, we'd like to thank all of our wonderful listeners. We'll see you next episode.